No, Kyle, something feels a little bit different about this episode. I can't quite put my finger on it, but regardless, today we're going to talk about a big boy publication putting six Canucks on their trade bait list. Let's blow up the list. We're going to tell you which of those six Canucks is most likely to be traded. That's coming up today on Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, all right. Thanks for hitting the play button on today's episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Banks, Canucks writer and part-time credentialed media member. You like that, Kyle? Part-time? Part-time credentialed media member for Daily Hive Vancouver. Before we dive into the show today, we want to thank you for listening to Locked On Canucks, your team every day. Make sure you subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. And hey, if you are watching on YouTube today, you're seeing Kyle and I recording Locked On Canucks together in the flesh for the first time, rocking the flowers. On today's episode, again, we're going to talk about those six Canucks who made the Athletics trade bait list. We're going to tell you which Canucks most likely to be traded, and we're going to give one destination for each of those six Canucks uh, where they might end up. But first and foremost, Kyle, you're three-dimensional today, buddy. Hey. What's going on? Hey, man. How's it going? In the flesh and 30 years old. This is the You're actually one of the first friends I've linked up with that have seen this new version of me, which is uh, it's fitting, man, because you and I go way back. You know, We met a long time ago, right before we entered our 20s, and here I am, an old man, a wise man, and you better respect me because you got to respect your elders, okay? Real talk, real talk. Locked on Canucks, your team every day. Kyle Ballon, Trevor Beggs. We'll get to the comments at the end of the show because we do save the best for last, all right? Uh, Begsy, another, another another trade list episode in the middle of the playoffs, and I'm up for it. Normally, I'm pessimistic about the, this type of stuff because I'd rather talk about games, but, you know, it is May, and Vancouver doesn't play hockey in May. They've only done it, what, three times in, in their in their 50-plus uh, years of playing <laughs> hockey. Uh, but the Vegas Golden Knights, they've done it, what, four times now, which is uh, something? Uh, I know. We'll save that for another episode. Sadness, sadness. We're, we already kicked off this week talking about how the Canucks are the most miserable franchise of all time. So I've let out my my misery for the week talking about the Vancouver Canucks. Um, but, hey, you know, it's the offseason now for 28 NHL teams. And, yeah, there's no trades that are going to happen for, you know, at least another month and a half now. Um, but for now, let's let's talk about it, okay? The Athletic released their off-season trade bait list, and six Canucks made the list, okay? Only two Canucks made the top 30, but then they had the others we're keeping an eye on, and four other Canucks made that list as well. So let's rip through it quick. So at number 10, Brock Besser, okay? Brock Besser, he doesn't want to be traded, but he's in the Athletic's top 10 for guys who are trade bait. Whoa. Connor Garland was the other player who made the list at number 18, and then four guys made the honorable mentions list. It was JT Miller, Tyler Myers, Nils Huglander, uh-huh. and Jack Rathbone. Uh-huh. Do any of those names surprise you for being on that list? No, not at all. I mean, the Jack Rathbone thing, maybe just a little because I kind of forgot about him being, you know, a part of, of the big club and being mentioned in articles. Uh, but I can see that happening for sure. You know, we kind of saw it with Di Pietro right? Uh, disgruntled prospect slash young player just before entering like 24, 25 years old, uh, get him out of the system and give him a new chance somewhere else. So I can actually see that happen in, yeah. you know, sooner than later, maybe one of the first moves. Um, 
But yeah, no surprises there, man. I guess maybe I'm lying a bit because one of the surprises could be that JT Miller made the honorable mentions list instead of the actual trade board, which is which is cool because if, I feel as if more and more people are realizing that it's not going to happen. Progress. Yeah. Progress, baby. JT Miller, most likely going to be a Vancouver Canuck for the long term. I know we've talked about that a few times here on Locked On Canucks. Every dayers know that, okay? They know that. And they also know that uh, you don't want the Canucks to trade JT Miller. You're There's actually no probably way, the man. biggest JT Miller Bro, fan in Vancouver. Come on, man. I'm probably one of the biggest Justin Timberlake fans <laughs> of all time. And you know, you know, they talk about trauma and your childhood trauma. I'm not saying JT brought me childhood trauma, but I remember stuff from my childhood and some of my earliest moments with music had to do with you know jt rock your body right gone by nsync a girlfriend by nsync those are the the songs i was singing so maybe that's why i have a a, not just a fascination around jt miller but a a a large amount of respect for the dude Mm. and i i also think a, a lot of that respect does come from the unlikelihood of him getting traded so i'm not even gonna waste my energy there you know i'm gonna support the guy support the guy because uh next season matters yeah next season matters Next season matters, and again, if the Canucks are going to trade JT Miller, it is going to be in the next month and a half, though, because his uh, full no-move clause kicks in on July 1st. Uh, again, I don't think you or I are, are – neither of us are predicting this, right? Uh, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Again, there was a report from Daily Faceoff that the Canucks, uh, you know, Tyler Myers and JT Miller made their trade bait list, mm-hmm. and we just kind of did an episode talking about how there's no way that these guys are getting traded. At least not, no way that both of them are getting traded. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of that, you know, of these six guys on this list, I, I kind of want to ask you, who is the most likely of those six players to be traded? I hate this answer, but I think there's a lot of truth to it, and that's because there is a logjam of forwards, and there's a lot of salary to be dumped. So I think it's going to be Niels Huglander, man, Ooh. because I think he is the sweetener. And I think the Canucks might get desperate. They might get desperate because the Canucks are a desperate team. And I could definitely see them saying, you know what? Let's get Tyler Myers out of here right right now. And he's a sixth or seventh defenseman for uh, – that may sound harsh. But, again, we've seen a lot of Tyler Myers. Like, this guy's fallen down the depth chart for most teams, like 100%. A five, six, seven defenseman who's making a ton of money. Uh, Yeah, we'll take him, but we also want something else. And I think that sweetener could be Niels Hoglander. That's sad. That is sad. And that then makes if me you, sad. If it, even if you want to take it to the Brock Besser uh, level, I think Connor Garland, they have to do their best to make a hockey trade because he's still a valuable player. And they, yeah. they just got to do their work, you know, make sure that there's value there and they don't have to throw a sweetener in. But I could see it with Brock Besser too because he's got a couple years left. And he's actually, you know, he could, I guess that's the couple, the couple years matters, you know, being paid a lot of money. So it's like, okay, we'll take Brock, who's underperforming, but we want a sweetener. And that sweetener could be Niels Hugland. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, the fact that you bring up Hoaglander is an interesting point because all this talk, for the most part, is surrounding Brock Besser and Connor Garland mm-hmm. because those two guys making too much money, not really enough room for all of them in the top six. We just talked about it this week, Connor mm-hmm. Garland playing in the third line, which really made no sense because he deserves a bigger opportunity. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I hate to agree with you. I could see it being Niels Hoaglander. Uh, but the fact that he could be a sweetener in a trade if, if they are trying to clear cap space, uh, I, again, I think you and I both talked about it. Again, every day is no. But I think probably the best move for the Canucks is that break glass in case of emergency mm-hmm. and buy out Oliver Ekman Larson. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you're trading, like if you're adding sweeteners to get rid of Brock Besser, Connor Garland, doesn't really make sense. Even Tyler Myers, like you're trading a first, maybe you're trading Nils Hoaglander, you know. Yeah. None of it really makes sense for the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, again, buying out Ekman Larson isn't really... Um, 
it's obviously got a lot of long-term pain attached to it, but man, is it an easy get out jail free card for this season? Dude, it definitely is. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, I have a tough time thinking that the Canucks are going to be able to win a trade like this because of, uh, my past, we just brought the word trauma as well. Uh, yo, a hundred percent, I could see worse come to worse and them having to throw sweeteners in. Uh, but again, Garland, the Garland trade, if that happens, do your best to make it a hockey trade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a third line center, yeah. for a third line center. We talked about that too. Go check that episode out here on Lock Talk Canucks. Yeah. Well, wh- why wasn't uh, Beauvillier on this list? Yeah, we talked about it before. I just don't think a lot of people, he's not really on a lot of uh, people's radar. And uh, maybe I'll shout out uh, Miter Daily Hive, Rob Williams. I think he had an article about four Canucks wingers who could be traded. And he mm-hmm. mentioned Besser, Garland, and Beauvillier, and Mikhaev. Oh, wow. Which kind of surprised me too. Um, but I think it's the fact that Beauvillier came here just like a few months ago, had success. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think he could be on that trade bait list trade yeah. bait list too. Um, I'll give you my answer for uh, who the player I think is most likely to be traded. And I think it's Jack Rathbone. I just don't think Jack Rathbone has a spot on this team anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Canucks really want him on this team, to be honest with you. Uh, he, he strikes me as a guy who could go to another organization and tear it up. And uh, we'll, well, I'll give a destination for Jack Rathbone uh, in our second segment here on Locked On Canucks. But yeah, I think Jack Rathbone is most likely to be moved. And of all the players on that list, yeah, I definitely think he's the most likely to be traded. Yeah. Makes sense, man. It makes sense. And and I think it's the nice thing to do. I know it's business and the sports business, and maybe there's not a lot of room for nice, nice moves uh, out of being friendly or compassionate, but it's time, man. Give this guy a chance somewhere else. And if he can't crack another roster, then it's probably... Uh, not the NHL for him in the immediate future because again he couldn't crack this roster with a couple coaches and uh, you know like who who was playing defense for this team last year like everyone on the AHL team was playing defense for this team you know Will Leland, uh, yeah. Will, how do you say his name Christian Willanen Willanen yeah. uh, we got we had a lot of uh, Burroughs playing and Breezeball yeah Breezeball got a deal you know so <laughs> yeah I, you see the skill in Rathbone and you see what he can do but it's uh, it's it's a pretty fine line for those types of players, like that player mold, yeah. to make the jump. They have to really excel offensively. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, look at look at that one guy. What, what's his name? Uh, I'm not putting Rathbone on, on his level, but remember how like Gustafson, who's who plays on the Leafs now, Eric Gustafson, yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. just a PP specialist and picking up yeah. points, but he's never used. It, it it is hard in the NHL now to be a sheltered third pairing defenseman mm-hmm. because most NHL teams have three lines that can score. Mm-hmm. So it is really hard oh, to shelter okay. a defenseman like Jack Rathbone. And you see it across the NHL. I think Eric Gustafson actually is another great example. Um, yeah. You know, it's easier to kind of have like a fourth line power play specialist forward, but for defenseman, it's, it's really tough. And mm-hmm. obviously the Canucks have their guy in Quinn Hughes. They have another guy in Hirona could create some offense. There just isn't really a lot of space mm-hmm. for Jack Rathbone on the team. And as much as I like the skill, I think it's best he's going to go to another well, okay, organization. You, you, you've you been to multiple Canuck games this year. I don't know. You probably didn't see much of Jack Rathbone, but maybe, maybe last year you Saw did. Saw the press box. You, you don't, do, do you see, like, do you see anything, though? I, I do. I do. But I, do. I, do, I yeah. do, too. I see more than just a skill defenseman. I see somebody who's good on his skates and makes a good first pass, and you, you like to think that the other things, like the other tangibles, can be taught. Yeah. But, like, do you, do you still believe in Jack Rathbone? I, I do believe in Jack Rathbone. All he really has to do is pick his spots in the NHL to take those risks mm. because he's got more skill than, than a lot of NHL defense that I've seen. 
Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, again, when you see an undersized defenseman making high-risk passes and getting burned, it really stands out. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jack Rathbone's got more skill than most NHL defensemen. Um, but he's he's he just hasn't put all together yet. Granted, yeah. he hasn't had a lot of opportunity in the NHL level. His development's been hampered by COVID, playing high school mm-hmm. hockey, and, and all this playing stuff. with like think about who he's playing with when he's up here too. You know, the Canucks have literally had for the last couple of years, albeit maybe like Luke Shen and Ethan Bear for the last couple of years, they've had <laughs> mediocre or below defensemen playing almost every day in the NHL level outside of yeah. Quinn Hughes, Ethan Bear, and Luke Shen, which is crazy. Yeah. To, like those last two names was like, yo, you're barely scraping uh, the standard, you know? So that might might hinder his development too, where like he's playing NHL games when he's up here, but his partner is like OEL or Myers or Burroughs or like whoever he's been playing with. It's just, it's tough, man. It's tough being a Vancouver Canucks defenseman, man. It's hard yeah. to develop while you're playing games, again, while being a defenseman for the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, it feels like two years have really gone by for Jack Rathbone. This turned into a bit of a Jack Rathbone show, but he's a he's a player we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny to think about. It. He started at the beginning of the 21-22 season in the opening night lineup paired with with Kyle Burroughs. And it feels like he's gone backwards since then, yeah. you know? It's it's almost hard to believe. But mm-hmm. uh so coming up in segment two, again, we're gonna look at these six players that made the athletics trade bait list and pick a trade destination for each player. That's coming up on the other side, but you know, the Canucks, they're far away from being a championship team. But we're going to talk about championship team here because for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is the perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check mark to know that the part will fit or Get your money back. Mm-hmm. Because just like in sports, confident is, is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So Kyle, get the right parts, the right fit, and the right price at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Not Eligible say. items only, exclusion supply. Man, I'm never gonna say it, man. Trust me, too loyal, too loyal to to myself. Hey, man, I did I did see that uh, Russell Wilson, you know the whole Let's Ride thing, you know West Coast. We can talk a little bit of Russell Wilson. I'm not gonna say his taglines, but again, we can talk a little bit about him. He was at the Denver Nuggets game yesterday, and I wonder what type of like applaud, like you know, like do people still believe in him out there, you know, in Denver? Because he was uh, by far and away the worst quarterback in the league last year. Uh, again, I know locked on Canucks, but West Coast the best coast of Canada, a lot of you Seahawks fans out here. Yeah, maybe we'll quickly plug Locked on Seahawks. I know they're doing a lot of great work over there. They got uh, they got like over 13,000 YouTube subscribers, man. You know, we, we, oh, we got to get up there, man. We got to get hey, up man, there. Hey, man, we're getting there. Let's, okay, comparison is the, the thief of joy, okay? Yeah, That's what they enough, say, so enough. stop we're doing that. We're, we're like two we're months ha- in. No, we're happy with whoever's watching this and, and the 450-plus people that have subscribed and leaving comments, man. One love. Uh, we're, we're with you. We're with you, man. Fans first. Uh, uh, has there ever been a Vancouver Canuck that has disappointed that much via like an acquisition, like a trade? You know, we got this guy. Don't don't mention Mark Messier because it's a trade. You know, that's a good question. I mean, I, that is a good question. I'm I'm, like, I'm sure. Oh, well, like Erica Branson comes to mind for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, sir, dude. Brandon Sutter. If I want to go back. Oh man. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of betting trades where I think oh, their, man. a player could fall in that category. 
You know, if we go back to the 80s, I think, you know, Barry Peterson comes here, has injury issues as one good season for the Canucks. Meanwhile, Cam Neely goes and tears it up. Uh, Had to bring up that one because, we you know, we shouted the Cam Neely, former Canuck of the Week here on Lockdown Canucks on a regular basis. So, yeah, the return for Cam Neely being Barry Peterson has to be one of the bigger disappointments in Canucks history as well. Trade talk, man. Trade talk and, and just off-season talk in May. Uh, just another day of being a Vancouver Canucks fan, man. Let, let's talk more about these players. Uh, I have a feeling you're going to mention... Miller uh, off the top here. Oh, I was just going to go in order of how okay. the athletic had it on their list. Okay. And uh, do you want me to give my te- my six teams for each player? Or do you, or do you want to shout out a team for a couple oh, players here? Each, each player, like they we're trading, do- we're trading all six of these. Canucks oh, that made the okay, list to a okay. team. Shout out to this list, man. Shout out to the athletic for doing our job, man. <laughs> okay. oh, we're, we're doing the heavy lifting here, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll start uh, Brock Besser. I got him going to Detroit and I I'm doing this because when we talked about what the Canucks roster will look like with Connor Bedard, I projected the 2023-24 Canucks roster, and I had the Canucks uh, trading Brock Besser to Detroit for Andrew Kopp. Again, Andrew Kopp, he signed for four more years uh, at $5.6 million per season, whereas Brock Besser is two more years at 6.6. The Detroit Red Wings were one of the worst teams in terms of scoring at even strength uh, in the NHL this season. You know, Andrew Kopp wasn't the perfect fit in year one. You know, maybe they go out and, and get a winger like Brock Besser to boost the scoring. And I, I, I could see it happening, man. I could see it happening. You know, so I know there's a commentary who thought I was dreaming, but I'm not saying necessarily a straight up uh, Besser for Cop, but maybe something like that. I think Cop would be a perfect fit in Vancouver. And, and maybe Detroit's thinking like, oh, we should not assign this guy long term. He's not what we thought he was. I think people may get mad at you because is it like trading a bad contract for another bad contract that has two more years left on that bad contract? And just for the sake of, you know, plugging up a hole, which is an important hole, you know, the third line center spot. Uh, yeah, I can see the comments coming after you for that one. But this is what happens. You know, the Canucks put themselves in a hole, you know, through through the last like five, six years, you know, they're capped out. They have holes and they, they're going to be desperate, man. And that's scary, dude. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, you want to tackle the next one on the list, Connor Garland? Where where do you think Connor Garland's getting traded to if he gets traded? Great question. Great question. I could see a team like the Rangers being interested in Connor Garland. I could definitely okay, right. see. I could definitely see. Who am I trying to go here? Uh, well, the Rangers could be losing Kane and Tarasenko, so I actually think that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I, you just, you know, like they're built for the playoffs. They're still going to make it. And Yeah. Connor, I think Connor Garland brings a lot to the table. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, that, that's my one team. Okay, the Rangers. All right. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll give you the next one, too, because you already talked about where this guy's getting traded. But JT Miller, I know biggest JT Miller fan in Vancouver here. But if JT Miller gets traded, where is he going? Oh, man. I don't, I don't think it's Pittsburgh. No, it's yeah, not probably Pittsburgh. not anymore. Because the guy who was still has a local connection, though, right? Yeah, he's, he's, uh, it, he's it's not going to happen, bro. It's not going to happen. The new GM, whoever goes in there, is not going to acquire an eight million dollar thirty year old dude. It's not. It's not the right yeah. move. It's not the right move. Maybe that's why Hexel got fired. It's like we got to fire this guy before he trades two first round picks for JT Miller. The Rangers are a good option for JT Miller as well. I know they have a like, they're spending a lot of money on different players, but maybe yeah. they can make that work as well. Because I feel as if the Rangers showed that this year they need a little bit of snarl in their lineup you know yeah especially in that room and around the top six now that being said when i was watching recap videos of the ranger season coming to an end a lot of the fans were talking about how uh, they were coasting for most of the season just relying on skill to get them there and i don't know if jt miller is a guy to like <laughs> totally change uh change change that philosophy you know when it comes to like hustling yeah. and, and making every game count so uh, who who do you got well, you know, you mentioned this last week uh, that JT mm. Miller's getting traded to Colorado. Mm. And now that Landis Gog's out for all the 2023-24 season, 
you know, Colorado could probably use a boost in their top six. So maybe mm-hmm. JT Miller is a guy that makes sense there. So And a, a team that I did mention also was Carolina, but I don't think that's going to happen because they made the final four. Uh, they're proving that, like, you yeah. know, this depth that they have throughout their lineup and their snarl and their tenacity and their belief in Brendan Moore in the system is enough because this team got there and they don't have three of their best offensive players. Well, yeah. not, I wouldn't. I shouldn't say three of their best offensive players, like three pillars on offense. You right, know, right. I know uh, Shveshnikov. If I'm saying that right, uh, you're welcome. He's a great player. He's proved it for years for them. Patch Reddy was, you know, a flyer, still a great player, but you no, know, got hurt early on. And Teravainen mm-hmm. is perfect for the top six. There you go, yeah. perfecto. And they're all gone, and they're still there. Yeah, they might make the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, and Fair you know, uh, yeah, it's going to be a matchup where uh, I know locked on Canucks, but I'm really excited to see. Aho versus Kachuk. Yeah. I'm really excited yeah. to see that because we don't get a lot of Carolina Hurricanes games, but when they ever when they play the Canucks, he's super noticeable. And I think it's because he has a little bit of beef with Pedersen because he's always going after him. Yeah, yeah. He's got the snarl too. <laughs> yeah, he uh, I think Aho does get disrespected a yeah. bit. Like he's so good, bro. Yeah. He's so good, man. Yeah. Is he uh is he the new Barkov, like the most underrated player in the league? Well, they, maybe. Dude, maybe, man. Yeah, maybe not anymore if they make the cup final yeah. here. Yeah um mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see what happens there uh i'll tackle this next one tyler myers I, I, you know it would make sense that if like a if the canucks traded tyler myers he's going to like chicago right mm-hmm. um you know the Canucks are just gonna pony up give up a, another first round pick trade him to chicago i hate that so i i went to i went the dumb gm route and said that the auto senders require tyler myers <laughs> i could definitely see that you know they already traded for travis hamannick you know may as well just get the go for the all you know, all Canucks on the right side of the defense, yep. you know, Tyler Myers mm-hmm. line up, let, you know, rounded that uh, right side of the defense. Ottawa, there you go. He's mm-hmm. yours. Uh, shout out to the Lockdown Centers podcast. We'll give you Tyler Myers for free. That's our gift. Bum. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, you said Nils Hoagliner was the most likely Canuck to be traded. You got a destination for him? No, I don't. I don't unless, no, no, no. It wouldn't make sense because you brought up the Detroit thing. No, that wouldn't make sense because we're taking on a bad contract there. I don't, I don't have, I don't have a, a team because he's the sweetener. I don't think teams are out there, you know, trying to make sure Niels Huglander is a part of the roster, part of the the biggest part of the. Tra- I don't know, really don't know. I I put down Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. It just seems like the kind of player Tampa oh, Bay yeah. would go afterwards. Like he's going to be a cheap player. He could make an impact at a low cost. You know, maybe there's a world where it's like a Huglander for Ross Colton type of deal. Obviously, mm-hmm. Ross Colton's got more value. I mean, that guy scored the Stanley Cup winning goal in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, if Ross Colden's priced himself out of Tampa Bay, maybe there's some kind of Ross Colden for Hooglander deal out there. Is so. he an RFA this year? Or Ross Colden's RFA, so is Nils Hooglander as well. Uh, and the last but not least on the list, Jack Rathbone. I got him going to the Florida Panthers. Like they just seem to be a team that oh. just takes and defense off the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. And that's where Jack Rathbone could end up, right? It might be hard to find a deal for Jack Rathbone unless it's like a Oli Uolevi trade where it happens like right before the season starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I can see Jack Rathbone going to Florida and tearing it up there. And despite Florida going on this run, like their defense isn't incredibly deep or good, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I could see, you know, like a Jack Rathbone, Radis, Radko Gudis pairing. <laughs> Best of both worlds right there, right? What a player. Radko. Best of both worlds right there. Shoot, how are you going to do Common Corner? You got to get to your computer. No, no, You're like three come, feet away. Come on, man. We gotta, oh, come on, technology. Dang, how old okay. are you, buddy? Come on, man. Technology yeah. got a phone. You can read the YouTube comments on here on Lockdown Canucks. All right. The fans, the people comment on the shows. We're nothing uh, We're nothing without them, man. All right. Yeah, we are nothing without the people. And we're also nothing without this next sponsor. You know, Kyle, you and I are getting older 
grumpier and mm -hmm. crustier. Mm -hmm. And for guys like us, mm -hmm. we need to prioritize comfort. That's why we got to chuck out the skinny jeans and slide our hairy legs into some bird dogs apparel. True story here, okay? When I first put on a pair of bird dog shorts, I instantly started moonwalking on the ceiling of my bedroom. Whoa. And when I begrudgingly took off my bird dog shorts at the end of the day, I was surprised to see that a herd of little mice from Cinderella inside my shorts gave my man parts a beautiful, refreshing manscaping. What? True story. And this happened just in time for my wife's birthday. What's going on here? So yeah, bird dogs, they are way more than just a pair of shorts. Find out for yourself by going to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL. And when you enter promo code LockedOnNHL, they'll throw in a free custom bird dogs Yeti-style tumbler with every order. Manscaping mice, probably not included. That's something else, man. It's a true story. That's something else. It's a family podcast, though, so we won't. I won't give you any more details, but it's a that's true story. Nuts. That's scared the, it is nuts. Crap out yeah, of it. Yeah, my nuts thank bird dogs. Yeah. There you go. Locked on Canals. Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs, uh, the best part of the show, Comic Corner here on the program. Uh, you know, the people, man. I got a couple birthday wishes, too, from the people. These guys are, you know what? I was about to say these guys are strangers. They're not strangers. They're friends. They're yeah. family. They're friends, They're family. okay? They're friends. It's the Locked okay? on Canucks family right here. Okay, let, let's talk about this guy, okay, right here. Who is this guy? Yanar Palasaniemi, okay? He's a Hawks fan, but he keeps watching our program. <laughs> He's like, I'm a Hawks fan, and this is a trade I think we will look for. We take Besser's contract in the 11th pick, and you receive our, or, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning's 19th pick. I guess they had the Lightning's pick in this year's draft, so maybe it's the 19th pick. Hmm. Moving, going to moving. Vancouver, and Chicago gets Besser and the 11th pick. Wow, this is, this is a pretty good comment. Yeah, I, I, I hate the idea of this trade, though. I know this guy's maybe just trying to rile me up because, you know, he saw us all riled up talking about Bedard going to Chicago. We were pretty pissed off about that. I mean, I personally, I guess you're freeing up 6.6 .6 million in cap space. I, I just kind of, I hate the idea of... But isn't that, isn't that like not bad? You know, you're still getting a first round pick. I know you're probably dropping a tier or two, you know? And, and, and like... You know, dropping from 11th to 19th it's the big. first round of the draft, it's it's it's, it's a bit of a big it, it's a bit of a big drop in a deep draft. So but I, you're getting rid of. If I'm the Canucks, I say no. Wow, honestly, if I'm the Canucks, I think I say yes to this man. Yeah, it's a great comment though. Maybe let us know in the comments what you guys are thinking. Would you trade Brock Besser and the 11th overall pick, which belongs to the Canucks, to Chicago for the 19th overall pick, which they got from Tampa Bay? Is I think. Yeah, that's what okay. he's saying. I think it would be scary to see like the Canucks do something else other than something like this, to be honest. Mm. I, I don't trust, I don't trust them. Yeah. I don't trust them. I, I feel like they're going to give up a lot to get rid of one of these contracts. And that is a, that is a pretty, pretty scary. Okay. For real, yeah. for real. Uh, next comment. Uh, what do we got here? I asked the people Garland, Besser, Opovillier. Uh, we had somebody comment. I think their name is Leela. He said, happy birthday, Kyle. Or maybe it's a, she uh, best return would be for Bavillier because he doesn't have a contract at the end of next season. But I guess you're saying that's not the case because he's not that appetizing of a player. So that, what, what would that be? You know, like Beauvillier is going for a second round pick. Beauvillier, can they get a, another, can they get a center for Beauvillier to fill in playing that third line spot? I don't know. I don't think so. 
I don't think the trade value is there like that. No, because the trade value just doesn't exist for wingers yeah. right now. Unless the cap goes up more than a million bucks, which is right now it's projected to go up a million bucks. Mm -hmm. If that happens, it's going to look very similar to last offseason where guys like Oliver Bjorkstrand are going for a third and a fourth. Mm -hmm. I would expect something similar for Bovillia if he's going to hit the market. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe even less for, for Garland and, and Besser just because of the contracts they have. So it's why, you know, the deadline we saw like Tanner Janot go for like a King's Ransom. Um, whereas again, guys like Bjorkstrand go for like a third and fourth round pick. It all has to do with salary right now. And it's, it's going to be that way until, uh, the cap situation in the NHL is alleviated a bit, which doesn't look like it's going to be this summer. Yeah, man. Speaking of the summer, man, what are the chances, man, that you, you and I came through with the flower shirts today? I wasn't planned. People are not going to believe that they're going to think we're a bunch of cornballs. Uh, that that did this, you know, just to perform on Lockdown Canucks. But no, nah, this is natural, baby. No, it's it's au naturel. Yeah, it's au naturel, man. And I can't wait to, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait. You know, I'm going to be patient for it. But, you know, just to glow up a bit, you know, have the bank account rolling in so I can start swagging the, the F out, you know, for real. Who knows what I'll be rocking go. on these episodes, man. Maybe the 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 most, uh, I want to say the most stylish hockey podcaster out there. But I'd bring something else to the table. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, well, you, you bring a lot to the table and, you know, our, you know who brings a lot to the table what? is the listeners okay. because we're nothing mm -hmm. without the listeners. So thanks for tuning in to Locked On Canucks, your team every day. Again, a special shout out to those everydayers who have been with us since March 1st and sometime thereafter. And this, if this is your first time listening, welcome. We love you. Stay a little while because we got shows coming out five days a week because it's your team every day, baby. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, coming up on Locked Up Canucks over the next few days here. You know what? Player reviews, they're, they're trickling in. They're trickling in here and there. I, I do also want to talk about buyouts. We talked about mm -hmm. Oliver ekman Larson, but is there anyone else in the Canucks who could be a buyout candidate and would it make sense to buy out someone else on the Canucks? We'll find that at the network. And I think Kyle and I might take a stroll down memory lane for another episode here. Mm -hmm as well coming up. Mm -hmm. But uh, stay tuned to the network to hear that. But for now, I'm Trevor Beggs. That sexy beast is Kyle Bowen. And you've been listening to Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.